0: Mine. I want to scream it out. You're mine. No one else can have you now. No one else can have you now. A school in financial crisis. A good looking hero with deep pockets a multi-level marketing company that happened to make a brutally strong blender. Could all these pieces to a puzzle be a coincidence or was it a recipe for something sinister? When the
1: Parkside police department arrived on the scene, is it possible they already had a theory and worked to shove that theory down everybody's throats, even though there was probability and totally normal explanation for what happened outside of murder? Oh yeah. We're going there.
0: This is the twisted true tale of what happened one spring in a small suburban paradise. We're your hosts, Jess and Meg, and we're here to tell you the truth. Blender the podcast, is brought to you in part by funding received for the Flower County Correctional Facility Podcast Rehabilitation Program. Dedicated to bringing humanity, reconciliation, and practical podcasting skills for when inmates meet life on the outside again. You sounded a little heated in that intro. Well, look, I still can't believe how rushed the investigation was. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, they knew what they wanted to say and they wanted it closed quickly. Okay. But, but first mm-hmm. let's say a few shout out. Yeah. I wanted to give one just real quick to everyone who reached out saying how they could totally relate to episode three. Thank you. Um, that was very vulnerable for us to share all of those details.
1: And from what I've been told, um, because we don't have access to phones and Instagram and all that, the hashtag, um, release Megan Jay, Megan Jess, hashtag blender, the podcast hashtag Steve had it coming. Apparently Jess it's going viral.
0: Yeah. It's really taking off. So thank you. Keep hashtagging. We love hearing how many of you can relate Mm -hmm. to accidentally killing someone with a blender. Um, it's not actually that that wild yeah. of a thing to imagine, and so no. we appreciate all the support because it is vulnerable to put yourself out there. Like it is, that. it is, and I'm proud of us,
1: Jess. I'm very proud of us. Me too. Um, we're helping people, and on that note about helping people, I, I quickly want to get a few shout outs. Um, some of you guys have stepped up and joined my Nutricium team, and can I say when my husband told me this that we had, I think, Jess, I think we had ten. 10 people sign up on my downline yeah. and then yeah. from those 10, they're starting to sign up some people too. And I, without a party, just from us talking about the blender, how strong the blender is, how it possibly was used to kill somebody, um, mm-hmm. those qualities and those attributes, uh, I guess resonate with people because I know it I'm so is, proud of you. Thank you. Well, you it know sells what, itself. it sells itself. We, you've told me that from the beginning, it sells itself and look at it go.
0: Yeah. And I, I think, um, we did say a few things about like NutriXium, you know, being an MLM being mm-hmm. like, you can't be a boss babe, but I think actually we've proven and you've shown through your leadership that you can wow. be so, um, thank you for everyone who's joining thank my you. team. Yes. You and it just, are, just yeah. because
1: we're locked up doesn't mean we're locked out, you
0: know? Yes, exactly. Before we discuss the ways in which the Parkside Police Department and police chief Anthony Darby mismanaged the investigation, it is important for us to disclose what happened after Steve died. Understanding the truth behind the quote unquote evidence that police used for their case is critical to explaining our innocence. So last we talked, um, Steve
1: had just recap in episode three, Steve had inflicted upon himself these injuries with the blender because of his ignorance and arrogance of having to know anything. Like first it was his fingers and then it was his face. And then because of him trying to attack you, Mm -hmm. um, it fell and on his pants and took off his penis.
0: Yes. And so we are there. Let's take us back to that moment. I know it's yeah. hard for us to go there, but I think we just immediately went into cleanup mode because yes. we're, moms, we're moms, right? Like when there's a mess, we're like, this is going to stain. Yes. This is a very nice marble countertop. You know, Who has marble countertops anymore? Everyone knows they're so porous. Yeah, they are porous, but when you have money, you can pay to
1: I guess so. can
0: clean but it was red. So I was like, we have to clean this. Like I knew, to clean this I knew that as, and that's like out of respect for Camilla.
1: Yes. Because you look, know?
0: as being moms,
1: being wives, everyone expects you to clean up no matter the mess. Like I can't tell you how many times like my children have spilt something on the floor and they look at me like, mom, what are you going to do about it? Or my husband, he's eating a chili dog one day and he just, the chili just, Falls off the end of the hot dog and he mouthfuls
0: of boop. Like, right. Yeah. So, so I didn't a- want Camilla to come home to have to clean mess. up a big yeah. bloody wine bottle mess. And mm-hmm. um, we were looking around for products and then you were like, wait. Wait, I have some Breeze Out in my trunk. Yes, because you still had some extra product from mm-hmm. when you were selling Breeze Out. So yes. there was the nice spray, there was the nice counter cleaner, and it was like perfect because yes. similar to Nutrixium, mm-hmm. Breeze Out, although problematic, also a very good product.
1: Look at this point, Breeze Out has has stopped selling. So I'm sorry, there's no deadline for you guys to join up um, because they're under litigation, but the product, they didn't advertise for this, but it works very well with blood. Yeah. And I feel like that was a missed opportunity for them because, yeah. you know, I had to give my blood over, but that was my red flag. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it got out the blood really well and really quickly. Like, it's not like we were trying to cover up anything. We yeah. were really trying to clean up a mess and yeah. To be honest there are services out there that would have charged a fortune for what we did
0: yes exactly and we did it for free for free but no thank yous and it's no, okay it's fine um and then so we're cleaning up and then we were like okay we have to figure out what to do with steve and we were running out of time because we did a thorough job on the kitchen and yes. you know we have to and, and th- we have families so mm-hmm. we it was to close to dinner to
1: and and look yeah. I had, I had a menu that I need to prepare and there's things we had on our schedule that day that did not include moving a dead body.
0: Yes. So, so we decided, and I think this was, I thought it was a really good idea. We wanted to make sure that like wherever Steve was, he -hmm. he told the story of what happened. So we put him on his club chair. He was very heavy. (laughs) Okay. Look, I don't know if it was muscle mass or some other type of mass, but that body
1: I was not prepared for how heavy a dead body was because I don't handle dead bodies on like it's on a regular thing for me. Yeah. Dead weight. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Just look, I can't get over one, how quick you are to think on your feet. And two, I, I loved that idea of putting him in the club chair. Like you said, to tell the story.
0: Cause we put, put him in the club chair. We moved the blender mm-hmm. to him mm-hmm. so that it, I wanted people to come in and say like, Okay. This oh. man has done this to himself.
1: Yes. When and you, and here's the thing, when you place that blender next to him and we tested the theory out, like I walked outside the house, I walked back in, like trying to pretend like I've never seen this before. I was like, Oh, I get it right away. I see his face has been shredded off. His hand isn't there. I don't know what happened to his penis, but it's gone. And then I see the blender and immediately put two and two together.
0: Yes. So I, I just wanted it to be like, okay, when people come in, we can't be here to tell them we have to leave.
1: We have things to do. But when people
0: do come in, I want them to know, I want them to at least think like, okay, we're not looking at a murder.
1: No, look, no. it was never, and we're going to, I'm going to say this every single episode. It was never our intention to murder Steve or to kill him. We didn't Steve. murder him. Right. You're right. It Him dying was a choice. Like I tell my kids, we all make choices Uh and there's consequences to our choices. If you ever find yourself in handcuffs, Jackson Smith, attorney at law is our number one pick for your one call. We wish we would have had him for our first trial, but then again, we wouldn't be here talking to you if we had him on retainer. Jackson Smith is a tough dude with a kind heart who specializes in representing what he calls challenging defendants. While we didn't agree with his strong recommendation to stop moving forward with this podcast, we still love him like a brother.
0: Thanks, Jackson. When the police arrived, they quickly began putting together a faulty theory. They wanted a quick arrest, an open-shut case. And that's because police chief Darby was already feeling the heat. The summer before Steve
1: Meade was found dead, mutilated by a blender and bruised beyond recognition, the Parkside police department was under increased scrutiny for several notable scandals. At the helm of these scandals was police chief Anthony Darby.
0: It was a hurricane of bad press and the eye of the storm was Darby.
1: I just remember when we got the notification for our our town, it came through that they had
0: lost the body armor and hand grenades. Yes. I remember because they sent a text message out to everyone in Parkside and it was just like, and it wasn't even like professional. Like they had a gif of like a oopsie, like oopsie face. I think there was an emoji attached to it. Yeah. It was like, oopsie. FYI, if you see police body armor and a box of hand grenades,
1: I can get really heated about this because this is just irresponsible. And the amount of scrutiny that they should have been under Mm -hmm. for losing a box of hand grenades.
0: It was bad. It It was was really bad. They were feeling the heat. And then And that was like, I mean, that was big in comparison Mm -hmm. to the other scandals, but the other scandals were still bad because like when they released that sexy police calendar for the fundraiser.
1: (laughs) Sorry. I don't mean to laugh, but I feel like sexy should have been
0: ironic. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was, that was part of the scandal was it was (laughs) another sexy, another sexy. Um, but it was also like, everyone was kind of like, this isn't appropriate. No, especially when they were kid handing them out at schools, elementary yes. schools. Like, Hey, yeah. I mean, Matt came home. She was like, Hey, I used my lunch money to buy this, to support the police department. And I was like, okay, well, let me see it. And then mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, we are going to rip out February. Yep. Because no one should see no what one. I saw in February. No that is cool. a not Cupid. And that's not cute. I
1: mm-hmm. just look March with the, my lucky charms. I'm like, can we at least be a little bit more clever with our puns? And then also maybe not have the oldest person in the police force be full frontal with a shamrock and a pot of gold covering his
0: tallywhackers and his, and his berries, you know?
1: Yes. And why would I pay $20 for that?
0: I have a husband. Yeah. You know, I I don't. And I want max money back.
1: It's just it was very inappropriate, and it's like
0: another strike. And what ha- came of that? Nothing. Nothing came of that. Nothing. And Even then, on, n- oh, and then and then the idea of um that they had a whole PSA t- they put together mm-hmm. with like a Steven Spielberg budget. Yes. yes.
1: And I think they had a, a like a locally known celebrity. I think it was the weather guy. Yes. That was in it as well. What's his name? Mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's John- Travis.
0: Oh wait, was it ABC? On Channel-
1: it was on Channel Eight.
0: Oh okay. Weather oh, yeah, guy. Yeah. Travis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Travis Trav- Travis Weatherford, which is ironic. Which is ironic. Do you think he became a
1: weatherman because of his last name?
0: I'm sure. He probably drives a board. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah. So this PSA with Travis Weatherford, and it's like it has this dolly shot, like a big huge crane. Mm-hmm. It has like all this like wild stuff for loitering. Loitering. And I mean, this town is just uh, apparently uh not very good at budgeting or spending money but it's nice to know
1: like my sales tax goes to that to go to somebody say hey make sure you don't stand too long on the sidewalk
0: yeah and then they did that screening at the theater a screening for a psa is ridiculous it was it was wild i don't understand Mm -hmm. and and there was a vocal there was a vocal force against darby like asking for darby to step down Mm -hmm. so he was definitely definitely feeling like he needed to have a big win and we don't want to be clear here these were all initiatives from the police chief yes
1: these were were Darby's Darby's ideas and look, Darby was looking for an easy win after all this and
0: I've been being honest he was looking for a scapegoat yeah it really gets my goat (laughs) thinking about how our interrogation the tapes somehow get lost like you never read me my rights, Darby, and there's no evidence to show otherwise.
1: And all this evidence that we were planning on killing Steve, did I suggest a text message a few days before saying, I'd like to see Steve leave and never return? Yes. However, was it also taken out of context and specifically talking about him leaving the PTA? Uh, yes.
0: And did I reply to that text message with a bunch of skulls? Yes. Was I doing it because I was dead out of laughter? Also, yes. Did it mean that I wanted him dead? No, no, no. I just no. meant, it just meant that like, LOL, absolutely. Yeah. I would like him leave and never return. Mm-hmm. And I do think it's unfair that when they took our phones
1: for several reasons, like that's how I plan my family's day with the schedule and the calendar. And without the calendar, I was lost, but they used our Google searches, um, Specifically, we were watching that new series on ID Network. And so I was Googling a lot of how, how to get away with murder. Yeah. I specifically, how do you remove blood stain from like a shag carpet? Because in this ID Network show, I think it was a girl who shagged me. Maybe I don't remember the name. Uh, yeah. th- that like the shag carpet was a big part of it. And so I was curious. And they said, because of my Google search history, it gave me motive or it gave me intent to kill i'm like yeah no did you also see that i was googling how to take out crayons from a child's nose
0: yeah like you can't use and and right because they also were like they combined yours with the id which i was also curious so we were texting about that obviously Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and then me asking like i was looking for examples of people overthrowing a pta president Mm. and i'll be honest about that it was just out of curiosity but I felt like Steve was doing a bad job and I thought we could do better. And so combined, they, they thought like me thinking we could overthrow PTA Mm -hmm. and you thinking, I wonder how I remove blood from a shag carpet. They thought that was us like planning something, planning
1: something, which is, wasn't it? It, Which is jumping to so many conclusions. conclusions.
0: Yes. And that's because Darby like Steve, He liked Steve and he he liked him as president. He liked him as PTA president. Because there was
1: no accountability. There was no accountability to Darby and Steve being on Steve's good graces and getting his money that he was funneling to everybody. You know, the Darby family has been part of Parkside. I believe their oldest child, Jacob, is now 17. Mm -hmm. And like the youngest just went into elementary school. And I believe there's four or five of the Darby's, but they've been part of this PTA for a long time. And from all indications, they were supportive of C's PTA job because it required one very little commitment from them. They were not concerned about the school.
0: I think Darby and Steve are actually cut from the same cloth. Oh my gosh, bad, 100%. Leader, bad leaders, mm-hmm. bad decision making, mm-hmm. don't like us, hands down. Three things, three things that right off the bat that I can just think of off the top of my noodle is that they those three things are actually like almost identical in the way that they didn't like us too.
1: And I don't want to say something just because look, we are very vocal women. Mm -hmm. If we were men in this situation, men trying to claim like, Hey, this PTA president is doing a bad job. Do you think we would have gotten pushback?
0: No. And you know what else? If we were men, we would never be interested in cleaning blood off of a shag carpet because one of you met a, met a man who Googles how to clean something? I know. <laughs> okay. Right.
1: Right. And if we were a man, would we have cleaned up this mess? No. Because we were trying to be considerate for his wife. No. And then they were just like, oh, since he's a man who didn't clean anything up, I guess he was, he wasn't trying to hide evidence. No. The man was just being lazy.
0: But Why he decided he had to try and convict us, like Darby, why he decided to convict you and me, it's something that I will not understand. Because we're innocent.
1: Period. Next time in the season finale of Blender, we explore the evidence the state had to poke holes in their chaos. It's easy to do when you're innocent and wrongly accused.
0: hi y'all it's maggie reith austin and sarah adams co-creators of blender the podcast if you'd like to learn more about
1: this fictional world or the short film blender head over to our website themonthlyjunk.com
0: you can also keep up to date on this and other projects we're working on by following us on social on facebook and instagram at the Monthly Junk. if you enjoyed this episode we
1: appreciate a five-star review and subscribe wherever you get your podcast to help more people
0: find this story Help us grow by sharing with a friend. Thank you for listening. Hashtag release Jess and Hashtag Leonard the podcast.